And yeah, what if I tried something like this? You know, maybe a It's a little laid back. Maybe you want something a little heavier. Uh, well, probably not heavy, but you're now listening to. Hi guys. Good morning. I don't know if it's morning where you're listening. Was that that was too big of a pause as well? <laughs> I was trying to fill in the blank with the time of day that I thought most people would be listening. Good evening. Good afternoon. Good late evening. Good midnight. Happy midnight. Hi guys. Welcome. Whatever time of day it is, wherever you are, whoever you are. Thanks for listening. This week I chatted to my friend Jimmy. He Everyone should have a friend named Jimmy, by the way. Let's just go to the side and say that. Do you have a friend named Jimmy? You're living life. Do you not? Go get one. Jimmy's are Jimmy's want to make friends with you. They're there. They're waiting for you to ask them to be friends. I don't know. Do people ask people to be friends anymore? I did that once. In third grade, a new girl moved into my neighborhood, and there was no one in my neighborhood. She had red hair, curly red hair. She was amazing. I spotted her at school, and then I spotted her two doors from my door and I was psyched and I went up to her house and I knocked on the door and her mom answered and I said hi is there a little girl here with red hair and and can she play with me I guess I didn't I guess I didn't flat out ask her to be my friend that first day but I probably did at some point I was probably like you should be my friend so if you see a guy called Jimmy I think that was the point find a guy called Jimmy make him your friend Jimmy's make good friends I chatted to my friend Jimmy this week about the question of being single. Jimmy is perpetually single. I am perpetually in relationships. So we thought we should talk about this. Um, And just as a jumping off point, just as a place to start, I came up with the question, does being single suck? Because I suspect that it does. I wouldn't actually know. Um, Because I'm, anyway, you'll hear. What what you're going to hear in this podcast, I believe, I think this is a compelling one. This is really just two people sitting down on a part park bench on a Saturday afternoon, feeling relaxed, talking about stuff. But you will hear, you will hear a man struggling with himself. That will happen. And not in a, not in a weird sexual way. I don't know why you thought that because you're gross. That's why. So stop being gross. You can hear a man struggling with himself emotionally to some degree. And you'll hear me struggling as well. I almost don't want to tell you this because you don't know this about me. And I don't know how emotionally sensitive you are. You may or may not have noticed, but you'll hear some pauses. You'll hear me trail off here and there. And that was me just recognizing, oh, the true depth of my unhealthiness when it comes to relationships. Perhaps, because I've always been in them. And uh, being single, it's probably a good thing. Are you single? Are you not single? You can always weigh in at nomoreradio.com in the comments section. Let us know what's happening in your world. Because I don't think we answered the question at all, whether or not being single sucks. But we had a good time with it. And I think you'll have a good time with it too. What else do I need to tell you? I'm going to mention cereal at some point, which um, I might as well tell you if you don't already know. There exists a website in the world called Lesbians Eating Cereal. It's a Tumblr. I don't know exactly what its address is, but Google, Google these three words for me. Google this. Google this. Lesbians eating. Don't stop there. Don't stop there because you never know what you're going to get. Please fill in the last word. Fill in the last word. I do not endorse you stopping there at just lesbians eating. Unendorsed. Unendorsed. Do this. Lesbians eating. Cereal. Bam. Hit the first result. I hope it's what I think it is. It's probably the Tumblr, Tumblr lesbians eating cereal, which is uh, a bunch of pictures of lesbians eating cereal. And it's amazing. If you're a lesbian and you like cereal, you know what? Even if you don't like cereal, get some. 
get your friend Jimmy to buy you a box of cereal because he'd do that. You could text him, Jimmy, need some cereal. He'll pick one up for you on the way home. Take a picture of yourself eating that cereal, near that cereal, on that cereal, with the cereal on you. One way, somehow, make it happen. Cereal and you, a lesbian, send a photo to that Tumblr. Get on that Tumblr. Make it happen. Okay, that was that. The other thing to tell you is uh, Jimmy Cassidy. That's who I chatted to. He's on Twitter. He's very funny on Twitter. So you can check him out. He's Jimmy Cassidy. It's just like that. Or you can go to his website, jimmycassidy.com. I know you I know you want to fill it in with calm. Don't fill it in with calm. I know you got your your nimble fingers perched over that keyboard and you just oh you got your index finger just hovering over that C. Don't do it. JimmyCassidy.wordpress.com. Okay? WordPress. He chucked a WordPress in there. Yeah, he knows it's free. He knows it's free, but it still seems cool. It doesn't seem cool at all. But apparently somebody else had JimmyCassidy.com and they haven't updated it since two thousand and one. If you are that Jimmy, you are the only Jimmy in the world that is an asshole. Okay, you are the one asshole Jimmy. Stop being that asshole Jimmy. Give up that domain name to my friend Jimmy Cassidy because he needs it. He doesn't need that WordPress there in the middle. But anyway, guys, if you want to find him on the internet, do. I just gave you ways to do that. And I have to leave. I have to leave now. Do I sound? I sound serious in this intro. It's because I'm going off to yoga. I'm going off to the last chance of yoga today, the 9.30 p.m. yoga. I'm going to go do it. And... And that it's just my last chance to make something of my day. And I'm feeling pretty serious about it. So I got to wrap this up and get out there. Listen to the end of the podcast, you guys. Listen through all the struggling, all the stuff, and you will hit upon a gem. Should I, should I let you know what it is? You'll, uh, there's, there's talk of a gentleman's sex dungeon. I'll leave it at that. Does being single suck? No. Are you I, sure? I, I am positive. Uh, always people in relationships assume that I am sad and lonely. But no, I love it. I have a lot of free time. I don't have to answer anybody. And when I cry, no one's there to see it. <laughs> Which well, I do more. That's the best part of being single. Mm. Um, so talk to me about this. You, you're kind of a perpetual, I'm going to say perpetual bachelor because you have a mustache. Yeah. And it's, it feels like the right term for you. I, th- I prefer the term confirmed bachelor. Ooh, confirmed bachelor. Right, which they generally later turns into a pedophile. No, that's not true. Um, I thought yeah. that was kind of code for gay. Like back in the day. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Confirmed bachelor. Yeah. That probably was code for gay. He's a friend of Dorothy, a confirmed bachelor. <laughs> His loafers don't weigh much. Um, yeah, no, I've, I've been in very few relationships in my entire life since a very early age. Zero. Um, I've probably only been in like one semi-serious relationship. Like it was serious uh, for me at least. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just weird. I know, I, I know, like I know people like same situation like one of my good one of my best friends i think i've known her single in the entire like 20 years i've known her she's probably been single for maybe a cumulative two months yeah and i'm the polar opposite i probably i'm always basically single so in the years since you've been of dating age mm-hmm. like have you just been single for like 15 years mostly or Pretty what's much. the deal yeah? yeah how long was your relationship uh, <laughs> it has some blurry start and end dates, but uh, I usually cap it out about two years. <laughs> two years, yeah. Two years. They yeah. tend to they tend to have blurry start and end dates. <laughs> me as well. Was it when I threw the knife? Was that the final date? Was our first date? It was very messy, and it was kind of overlapped with other relationships. Can so. we get into the knife throwing a bit? No, that was just that. Okay, kidding. she never threw. I'm like, I have a knife throwing story. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard your knife story throwing. It ended right. poorly. Yeah, we don't need to talk about that. No. <laughs> So being single, you're speaking to someone, me, I'm always in relationships. And I don't yeah. think that's necessarily a good thing. Uh, it just tends to be what happens. 
Would you define yourself as the serial monogamist? I've heard that term. Yeah, a serial monogamish. <laughs> <laughs> is that a thing? If you're Belgian, yeah. Um, and that's serial with a with a C because I also love cereal. <laughs> <laughs> I've met four of my girlfriends over a bowl of Cheerios. Serial monogamish. Um, <laughs> but here's something: like only a couple years ago, did it occur to me? I thought I was always in relationships because whatever. I just keep meeting awesome people, and people are awesome, and why wouldn't I? Right. Exactly. And then a close friend pointed out to me, like it should not have been such a shock or quite an interesting thing for me to hear but she's like i think you're afraid of being alone and i was like yeah. what oh yeah maybe maybe that's a thing um so i would i'm very curious about what it is to to be single to choose to be single to be happy with it but do you believe that you're afraid of being alone i'm afraid of everything i mean <laughs> if we're gonna get into it like, from yeah. being alone to squirrels i don't doubt that i'm afraid of being alone but i'm also afraid of being with people and i'm afraid of commitment yeah and all this kind of stuff See, I, don't, I don't know if for me it's a, it's a fear of commitment or anything like that or a fear of relationships i don't think that that's it i mean it's more that some people say, like, I've been told that I have very high standards, but I, I don't even think that's it too much. I mean, but then again, shouldn't you have high standards? I mean, I was thinking that's not a bad thing, no. necessarily. Why is that always a bad thing? They're telling you this. I find sometimes it's, I always get the thing, it's like if, when people are in long uh, relationships, they feel like if you're not doing it too, it's like you're cheating. You know what I mean? Like, no, you've got to be with somebody being the same shit that I am you know what I mean it's like that kind of thing where it's 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 almost it's a this is what you do you you you, you know you get the job you get a long-term relationship you get married you get a dog house in the suburbs yeah. it's part of the plan you're not part of the plan you're doing something wrong some people are very threatened by that by alternative ways of living I think that's it's, it's sometimes I get the, the threatened thing not too much but it's more like aren't you don't you miss this don't you want this do you get a lot of pressure from your friends not not like directly, but it's just more like it's. I always think it's just seen as an oddity. Yeah. Like I like it's just like perpetually single, never even like. Oh, you just saw me. I just kind of went because oh, I thought it's worth mentioning that you live in Ottawa. That's true. And I feel like I love Ottawa as a as a town, but I feel like mm -hmm. it's very straight laced. It's very much like people following that. Um, template of what a life should look like. That's you know, true. You get a good nine to five job. You have a partner. You get married. Yeah. You have a dog. You yeah, probably more so than uh, like Montreal, for instance, which is probably a, a bit more open to alternative lifestyles. But being single isn't really like a sexy alternative lifestyle. <laughs> you know what I mean? Shouldn't it be? There's no parades. You know what I mean? There's <laughs> there are no, there's very few parades. Yeah, well, it's yeah, it's hard to get that many people together. But it's like it's yeah, it's 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 kind of like it's not even a you know I mean I, I, if you want to take it too far I'd say I'm not. I just like to say I'm not asexual. <laughs> right, right. That's not where I'm at. But I mean, it's just, it's more... Um, Prove it. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the podcast turns really weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's more, it's just, I think a lot of the times it's I'm not willing to make any sacrifices to get a girlfriend. Okay, well then you should be single because people in relationships have to make at least tiny sacrifices, yeah. right? And compromises and stuff like and that. And that's the thing. So I'm aware of myself that, I, that, I, uh, that I'm not prone to doing that. But then the flip side, well, then people say, well, why don't you just, you know, hook up with random chicks and stuff like that. But at the same time... Do I'm you not? No. Oh. I'm a gentleman. Aw. <laughs> I like, see, I like picturing you hooking up with random no, chicks. No, thank you for just picturing that. that life. No, just but no that's, no, that's not me at all. It's a lot of uh, uh, early evenings and anime. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the women in my life. They have huge Jimmy, eyes. Jimmy Cassidy's first album, Early Evenings and Anime. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's. I just... I, I think... Sometimes I think a lot what, what happened was um, when I was of like a very formative age, like 13, 14, um, I had a lot of really good friends that were girls. 
And so, like, like some of my best friends were girls. So I never went to that phase where when I met a girl, the first thing I assumed was, oh, let's, like, try to make this a romantic relationship. Right. So my instinct was always, oh, it's a new friend. Right. Right? And so, like, that was how I always approached So I didn't get in the game, as the kids say. I just did air quotes on a <laughs> podcast. Um, I think we heard it as well. <laughs> I mean, game. So, <laughs> so yeah, I, I just never developed that kind of skill of, like, hitting on chicks. Like, to the point where, literally, I was at a comedy club the other day, and I was, like, talking to some girl. And then I went, all right, well, nice meeting you. Take it easy. And this female com- a comic came up to me. He's like, why don't you ask her for her number? And I was like, oh, yeah. That's a thing people do. <laughs> yeah, that is a thing people do. That's how this works. That's stage two. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, are you implying that part of the reason you're single is because you don't have this, quote, game? A part of it, I think I, I, I get. Uh, I also would would concede that I get um, uh, nervous if there's any kind of sexual tension. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's very human. I think I, everybody I, t- I tend does. to avoid eye contact. Yeah, <laughs> and, I mean, that's, and shuffle my feet. That's why I'm I'm awesome at getting girlfriends when I already have girlfriends. <laughs> 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 that's where I really shine. That's a call of an embarrassment of riches, right there. <laughs> what did you say? It's an embarrassment of riches. Yeah. Well, it's because it's like, it's that classic thing. I think a lot of people feel that as well. It's like you, there isn't so much, um, you're not needy or desperate for anything and you're yeah. confident and you're there. And it's yeah. like, it's actually really kind of a horrible thing that it's like, hey. Yeah. Well, it's human nature to chase what you can't have. Right? Mm-hmm. That's true. And uh, I also find too, it's, um, if, if you've been single for a long time, like I think it's like, if you break up with a girl or a boy or whatever and you don't get back into another relationship in like maybe, I don't know, let's say four to six months, then you have this momentum of being signal and you're like, uh, you know what I mean? There's a, there's a big window there where if you don't get in another relationship, you're going to get too used to being single and it's like, oh, this is the new normal, I guess for me. Yeah. I can imagine what you mean. <laughs> Sadly. In an I don't think I've, I don't think I've ever been single for four months, which is... An embarrassment, actually. I'm not proud of that fact. This is just the reality of my life. How old were you when you started dating? Then? Oh, 18. Yeah. So yeah. 18. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. But I think, I, but that's the thing. I think that's your normal, right? Like I remember, like the like the whole time I was in that relationship it was always still a bit. And you know what? And even that relationship wasn't like a standard uh, girlfriend boy thing. Like, we didn't see each other as much as most people did. Like you how often I mean? did you see each other? Like we kind of like uh, I don't know, like maybe a few times a week, but it was usually like kind of just getting drunk and <laughs> hanging out and that sounds kind of nice though that it was kind of nice it's yeah. like the thing is like like you rarely rarely slept at my house like like in the like literally literally in the in the two years we were living together we maybe like she actually slept over maybe like four times okay that's a little weird yes. right oh, i'm not saying this is a normal <laughs> or healthy relationship and like i, I at first i thought it was kind of weird but then i realized i like it yeah. Like, I like that. But then but then there's this part of me, the gentleman part comes out, like, I don't want to use people. That's not right. Right. You know what I mean? So that's, it's like, you know, it's, it, it, it ends up, you know, so it's the nice guy, gentleman, also don't want to be with anybody independent. So I end up being a monk, basically. <laughs> right. Like, what's your ideal, what would be your ideal way of being right now? Like, I guess I thought you were living it, but you keep kind of dropping hints that maybe not. Maybe ideal. you wish you could ask girls for their number. You wish you could just well, no, sleep I, with girls sometimes and you know not what worry is, about being a I'll, gentleman. I'll tell you what it is. It, it, it's, that, it's not that being single bothers me. It bothers me that it doesn't bother me. Because you, because everyone else seems to yeah, think it's a problem. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like the difference between, like, it's not, it's not that I'm, oh, I'm hungry and I, 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 I like to eat. It's like, why do I never get hungry? 
You know what right. I mean? And it's not, I don't mean like sexually. I mean like I'm, I am a man. <laughs> but I mean like it's more that like I never have this desire to like I never people oh, do you, you want to die alone? I'm like I think everybody dies alone. Yeah, that's what I was just <laughs> thinking too. Like, like, yeah, you're gonna die yeah, alone. Yeah, Let's you know what I mean? Like, and I, I've got great friends. I've got a great family. You know what I mean? Like, it's I, I don't just feel this huge that there's a huge gap in my life. You know? Yeah. But but and I think other people do feel that way. Maybe in I mean, their own lives or about it, about about, you? about their own lives. Yeah. Like if they if if they if they weren't if they didn't have someone special in their life they would be. They feel like there's a gap, something missing. You know? I mean, you're doing the thing that I think we're all supposed to do to be healthy humans, which is. Yeah. You know, have gr- strong relationships with your friends and family and feel complete without a partner. And then yeah. if and when one day you do get a partner, it has a much better chance of being a healthy relationship because you're not filling any gaps That's or trying true. to, um, yeah. But then I do suffer from the kind of the Groucho Marx syndrome, I call it, whereas anytime I find a girl that's actually attracted to me, I, I instantly suspect there's something wrong with her. Oh, yeah, I do that too. Yeah, because yeah. I'm not too thrilled about me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm like... <laughs> Wait, no, this is not good enough for me. So if it's good enough for you, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, <laughs> I do a really twisted thing. Like it gets very twisted in my mind where I'm like, okay, you like me. Yeah. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I can probably do better. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's a cycle that just keeps yeah. going. Just but keep yeah. trading up. Or the, or, uh, or or you're just like, you meet girls that you're really doing like, oh, I'm not good enough for her. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like there's, there's a very small window of people who are like, all right, she's just fucked up enough, but not too much. I think she's we can really beautiful, but at certain angles she looks weird. <laughs> <laughs> but she's got sort of a peg leg. I think we can do this. Yeah, all she right. needs me. Let's roll, sweetheart. <laughs> yeah, and that was the thing too. And I think I just stopped drinking recently, and I think also that was a big hindrance in. It was like every time I went out, like, also like people used to go out and was like looking for girls. And I was like, I never was looking for girls. I was just looking to like to party and yeah. get shit faced. And so I think that really hindered the, uh, the, the meeting of girls thing. But then, yeah, I was never, it was never, it was ne- it's never on my mind. You know what I mean? As a thing that I, like a pursuit. Yeah. You know, I just always think that was weird. Yeah. I'm not quite sure what that would feel like. Cause I guess I, I guess it's always on my mind. Yeah. I'm always kind of looking at people in that way, which isn't great. Yeah. Like, like it's like, a, like, a, like do you view relationships as like a project? In what way? Maybe. As something to be created and fostered and, you know what I mean? Like, I always, like, that's, maybe that's maybe, maybe that's why I think of it and it's not, it's not that. Well, yeah, I think when you're in a relationship, I mean, there's a fair amount of work that goes into yeah. it. Um, the one thing that, that I've learned and it, it is a lot of work is um, in order to not let problems build up or, you know, you kind of you're constantly communicating and constantly negotiating if it's going to yeah. be a healthy thing. And that can that can be very tiring. Right. Um, but I guess it's what you trade off when you want that companionship and yeah. all the benefits of being in a relationship. That's true. I mean, I just think I'm too self-sufficient. That's a good thing to be self-sufficient, though, right? Yeah, but I don't know. I remember once I, I, I even told someone that, like, if if... But the opposite way of looking at that is kind of like, if you're not self-sufficient and you need somebody, then that person is a weakness. Do you know what I mean? Like sometimes I used, like I don't I don't think this anymore. But I kind of used to view actually relationships as a weakness. The the, the fact that you need someone else in your life, that's well, that means you know that's a, you know it's a liability. <laughs> that's a really weird way of thinking about. Yeah, this. I know. Because it's just a human desire. Like we're social creatures. Yeah. And we're biologically driven to that's true to want to 
mate basically and find a partner. F- framing my life around a possible zombie apocalypse. Uh, that's what I was thinking. I was really I thinking move faster alone. A very apocalyptic way of thinking about things. You're like, it's a liability. I can't love anyone. You're a liability, Deborah. This is over. <laughs> <laughs> See you in Oregon, maybe. <laughs> Oregon? What's going on in Oregon? They're always going to Oregon in these movies. I don't know. It's where the safe houses are. <laughs> this is where we got to meet up. <laughs> the virus didn't get that far. Well, what I feel like started as a very lighthearted podcast. <laughs> I'm feeling we could really dig into this because that's that's a very interesting thing. Yeah, to I know. Say. I remember I told that to like one of my parents' friends, and they looked at me like I was crazy. Like that is, and you can never say that to someone. You know what I mean? It's insulting to say someone to lead <laughs> to a married couple. <laughs> You're dragging around this bag of bones <laughs> for sixty years. <laughs> I bet I could beat you in a foot race. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. But I don't know, I mean, that's, but that's a very cold and calculated way of looking at it, right? Whereas, I mean, I, you can also view that makes you, people makes you stronger, right? Which is probably a healthier way of looking I mean, at we it. have kind of left out the entire question of love and falling in love, which sometimes yeah. happens to people when they don't expect it or don't mm, Define want it. love. <laughs> <laughs> Does not compute error. What is love? Mm, disc full. Mm, <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you feel about it sometimes? Well, that's, what, that's what my emotion chip tells me to say. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, yeah, I mean, sure. That, yeah, that's the thing. I guess uh, I've only really been in love that one time. And, uh, yeah, that fucked me up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah now I'm just sounding like a damaged ex-boyfriend <laughs> who's never going to love again. And You're it's like, really let's not talk about that. being single. Yeah. 17 minutes and you just start crying. It's <laughs> 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 going for brunch. It was nice to do, like, it was nice to have someone to do stuff with, I guess. That was fun. How long ago, or how long ago was that relationship? Uh, I guess it was from 2008 to uh, 2010-ish, I guess. Okay. We're, we're actually friends now. Like, we still, like, we're, we're, we're fine now. I mean, don't you, I f- you're a handsome dude. Mm. You do comedy. I do. I feel like you would get approached a lot. Yeah, but it's weird. It's, 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 I don't know if you've, I think this is a common enough thing among comedians is that I'm way more charming on stage than I am in real life. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, <I'm laughs> like, of course you, you are. Guess. You definitely Thank are. you. No, I mean, that's definitely a thing about comedians. It's just that you feel more, you know, you're, you're in control. It, you know, this is kind of to the side, but sometimes I get approached sometimes too, less often because there's just less lesbians around. Right. I, I'd like to think that's why. <laughs> um, <laughs> But it doesn't mean much to me when people approach me after I've been on stage. Yeah. Because it's like, well, of course. Like, yes. I'm hilarious. I was being the best version yeah, of myself. That's and it exactly is my it. job to charm yeah. you and have you think you want to be around yeah, me. I'm pro charming. Yeah. Th- this is the point. <laughs> so I did my job well and thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas, well, I mean, actually, it was, what was it? Uh, Carl Santana said something about that. Like, you know, he'd be, he'd be up there, like, just wailing on a guitar. Fingering the shit out Fingering the shit out of that <laughs> fingerboard. I don't know. There's fingers involved. They're moving very fast. And, like, women would come up to him and be like, oh, like, I'm in love with you. And he said, I can never do to you what I just did to you with that, my guitar. <laughs> like, that's not going, that's, this is a lot worse than what you just saw. And that's kind of how I feel about comedy. It's like, I'm not. That was my, all the charm I could muster, you know, channeled into a small portion of time. Right. It gets a lot more sullen <laughs> and introspective <laughs> when you stretch it out over six months. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I'm doing the comedy, too. There's not a lot of time for relationships, I find. You know what I mean? Like, that is true. That's something that I struggle with. Yeah. I mean, I've someone, sure. uh, I forget who it was, but it was someone who kind of said, you know, like when you f- when a girl feeds me to comic, they're like, oh, you're a comic. That's so awesome. And then, like, after six months, they're like... 
uh, oh, so you're gone like all the time. Right. Oh, so you're never at home. And I'm like, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I like yeah, or, or nights. That's what the people yeah. like to hang out at night, and that's when we exactly. work. Exactly. If I had my way, I'd be on stage every night of the week. Usually right. I am, but once in a while I'll like take a night off to hang out yeah. with my girlfriend, but. Yeah, and then you're almost feeling guilty because when you're when you're a boss too, it's like you have to be super disciplined to the point where it's like, if you do, if you're not doing that, then you feel guilty, and then and it's and it's hard for, it's hard to explain that to other people. I d- I d- comics definitely understand this that that doing comedy feels like its own relationship. Yeah, and you do feel totally. like you do feel like you're cheating on comedy when you're spending too much time away from <laughs> it with other That's people. That's true. I mean, and that and that I mean the response you get from from a crowd. I mean that could. That's almost a relationship you're trying to build, which is so unhealthy if you watch all of that. No, it really is. Like the, the you're totally investing yourself worth in a bunch of strangers. They're not going to uh, comfort you when you're sick. And no. They're not gonna, yeah. No, the, 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 the guy at the back is not going to bring you chicken soup <laughs> on a cloudy Sunday morning. Still, it fucking feels awesome, though. It does feel awesome. When you're there. That's the thing. I think, and, and I think that's it. Like it's, You'll never get that kind of love from one, one person, you know what I mean? Just fucking weird. I like how you said one person for a minute. I thought you were gonna say you'll never get that kind of love from a woman. <laughs> Seems like a country song almost. I'll never get <laughs> kind of love from a yeah. woman. I don't know though. Did I mention I'm engaged? <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a fall oh. wedding. It's gonna be delightful. Wish we had some more of that. We're we're in the park right now, and a woman just biked by playing the harmonica. Well, that's my fiance. There she yeah. is. She's she has excellent timing. That's one of the reasons <laughs> I love her. Her comedic timing is on point. She is on point. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. My, it's, it's it's a weird thing. I mean, like, I, luckily, luckily, I don't get any pressure from my like yeah, family or anything to get to get married. Are you? How many siblings do you have? I have one older sibling, um, and she's she's a bit older than I am. She's nine years old than I am, and she's uh, married and has two kids. There, so, so the, the grandchildren, the are grandson variable has been filled. Yeah, so that's fun. But what about the family name? Does that matter? Yeah, uh, it might, yeah, I'm actually like James Cassidy the fourth. Oh shit! Yeah, does the so legacy the legacy could end here? I'm gonna have to knock up some random girl <laughs> one day. <laughs> Call him James. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> you could call him James. <laughs> James the fifth, see ya. Yeah, too. James five, bye bye. Yeah, J five out. Yeah, so I don't have any pressure from that, which is nice, but I don't know. So I, I'm just worried that I'm doing, gonna do this, like have this whole lifestyle for like, and then I'm gonna wake up and I'm gonna be like 50 years old and be like, fuck, I should have gotten married. <laughs> really? I mean. Fifty isn't isn't too old to no. then start over. It might be it might be too old to um, learn how to change some of your personal habits and compromise at that point yeah. when you're used to being alone for so long. I think the neuroplasticity gets pretty low when you get to that age. You don't want to change any change your thoughts or anything. And also, it's, and it's like having a family too. Like that's kind of a young man's game. You know what I mean? Like, uh, but that's the, like I look at you know my parents' generation. By 25, you had two kids and married and stuff like that. You know what I mean? That's insane. Yeah, I know. That seems uh, ridiculous now. But I mean, it seems, but there is a biological component to it. Like, if you want to have a kid, if you're a woman especially, I mean, it's a pretty small, it's a small enough window. Yeah, totally. Is that, I mean, is that something you want? No. Okay. (laughs) Well, then that's good. And you do, do you know that, do you feel that strongly and really know that about yourself? Um, but see, I, I, I do feel like that, but I also know that nothing is, 
permanent. And I mean, I, I've I've changed my mind on bigger questions before in life. Yeah. I, I that's that's my fear that when I, it's bigger I questions like what should I grow a mustache? <laughs> should I not have? No, a mustache? No, that was that was Jump Street. <laughs> I knew the stu- the stash was coming in. No, but it was. Uh, it's just a, yeah. I mean, it, it's it's kind of a decision that you can't go back on, in a lot of ways. You know what I mean? Like if you end up being 70 years old and alone but then again i don't think i will be like that i picture myself as a comedy monk yeah yeah just scribbling premises in a tower wearing a robe <laughs> i mean in some ways i'm i'm envious of of your orientation yeah because it's the it's the perfect way to be as a comic that's what i i always think sometimes i was just you know genetically gifted to for that i don't know if that's part of your genes but i mean like more yeah, like my inclination and like I, w- I say like alone may maybe may a sexual orientation is definitely a direction, you know what I mean? Like it's I, that's the way I'm heading, and I don't, I don't worry about it too much. But again, it's that thing of like like should I be worrying about it? That's what really freaks me out. That's such a funny question. I mean, I tend to do that to myself as well. Should I? I'm not. Ooh. Yeah. Or before a gig, like I'm not nervous. Should I be nervous? Oh no. Yeah, it's a double. It's a double questioning. But I don't you think do, you so. you don't need to be asking yourself that. Yeah, I don't know. Because that's just other people's projections, right? Or what you assume is, quote, True. normal or how but other people might feel about it. sometimes norms have a grain of usefulness to them. You know what I mean? They, they, they exist for do. a reason. They do exist for a reason. You know what I mean? Not always the best reasons. And, you know, not all the same. But, I mean, it's... Yeah, I don't know. And, like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It, it's weird. And it's like, do I want to... I've never lived alone. I've always had a roommate. And that's kind of nice. You know what I mean? It's nice to have someone kind of live with and see once in a while. Oh, that's good. This whole conversation, I was, for some reason, <laughs> maybe maybe your overall demeanor, <laughs> I was picturing you alone in a bachelor basement apartment. Yep. One room. Dank. Dark. <laughs> lights off. Whimpering. Stove by the bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Making, making hungry man meals. It's two pounds of food. <laughs> that's a great deal. Uh, no, no. I live with, I live with a roommate. And uh, that's kind of cool to have. Same time, I, w- I would really like my my ideal financial goal at this point is to have a two bedroom apartment to myself. What are you doing with the second bedroom? Sex dungeon, obviously. Okay. <laughs> no, the no. gentleman's sex dungeon. <laughs> you're, you're earlier like I don't want to ask girls for numbers. The mas- masturbatorium. <laughs> Got a lot of good work done. I there. like the name gentleman's sex dungeon, <laughs> and I feel that you can market that well. Anything sounds safe if you put gentleman's. The gentleman's <laughs> sex dungeon. It's like a normal sex dungeon, but a lot more pipes. <laughs> the logo is like a pipe and a monocle. The gentleman's sex dungeon. There's whips, but there's robes. <laughs> you don't have to be naked. You don't have to be naked. Well, it helps. It's very manalo. And playing. there will be hors d'oeuvres. Yeah. I also sometimes think that I'm just missing out on my sexual prime too. You probably are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks. <laughs> I'm gonna go meet a girl now. Yeah. Okay. Listen, we're gonna have to wrap this up yeah. soon, unfortunately. But I want to get into that a little bit. Um, what's What's holding you back? Because you have you said you had the desire. I, I am just terrible around women. You're I don't not know asexual. What it is. Well, I used to say it suffered from the good guy complex where it was like, it was rude to hit on girls. It's certainly not rude to hit on girls. You can do it, you can do it in a gentlemanly way and in a respectful way. Like a handwritten letter? <laughs> <laughs> like a rubber stamp, my own seal so you know it's me? <laughs> Dear girl. <laughs> Dear barista. <laughs> you haunt my dreams, madam. I like it. I think people would respond to that. I'm almost yeah. responding to that right now. That would be a very hipster thing to do. Like a nice quill written. <laughs> you should totally do that. <laughs> Please.
please accept this invitation to my gentleman's sex dungeon. <laughs> Don't let the name scare you. <laughs> it's solely for gentlemen. <laughs> Ruffians need not apply. They do, but they need not. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm putting it out there on the po- podcast, guys. Jimmy Cassidy is a good-looking fella. He's he's claims to be in his sexual prime. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't speak to whether or not it's he a is. big window, eighteen to for, for. He's a gentleman. He's not going to hit on you, so somebody needs to send him a, a contact. Yeah, I need a form. very forward woman <laughs> with a good job and uh, not a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great, actually. I bet there's at least two out there listening. If Contact. you're a businesswoman in the Ottawa area looking for a nice evening of sex dungeon safe play. That's Jimmy at GentlemanSexDungeon.com. <laughs> it's a message board I run. <laughs> <laughs> should, should we let it just trail off here with our giggles? I think so. Or do you have any final words on uh, being single? Does it suck? What's going on? I'm unclear. I'm very unclear right now. You know, I'm unclear as well. <laughs> Where you stand. That's hard the problem. I, I, I am of two minds. One of them is comedy monk. The other one is whimpering masturbator. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, guys, we have left you no closer to closure. Thank you for listening. Uh, bye. Questionable at Best is available every Thursday at nomoradio.com. Check out the website to join in on the weekly Questionable at Best comment thread. Head over there. Talk about this stuff with us. Weigh in. Ask more questions. Answer questions. Get involved. Paint a fence. Make it happen. Join the community. I don't know if there's a community, you guys, and paint a fence is not a thing that people say, so I don't know why I just said it. But um, just go over there. I would love to continue this conversation with you. Support for the No More Radio Podcast Network comes from the Montreal Improv Theater. Check them out at montrealimprov.com. Our cool graphic was designed by Charlie Sneaker. Her work is on Instagram, charlie underscore design. That's Charlie with a Y. Do not be fooled. Our super sweet intro and outro music, which you're listening to right now, was composed by comic and renaissance man Mike Carosa. His Twitter is Mike Carosa. That's two R's, two Z's, two A's, although not sequentially. You'll figure it out. Also, I just said renaissance man. If you are listening in the UK, I say to you, renaissance man. I'm Deanne Smith. I have an internet presence. Thank you guys so much for listening. I will see you again next week. <laughs>